Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Welcome to Elijah Streams. It's Tuesday, October 24, 2023. Uh, we are bringing you year 26 of uh, the Voice of the Prophets coming to you uh, every day, Monday through Friday normally. Uh, and every once in a while, like this next Saturday night, we're going to have a live. So don't forget that we will be live Saturday night starting at 5 p.m. Pacific. I will be with Robin Bullock in Warrior, Alabama. My wife and I will both be there and uh, we will be doing a live intelligence briefing. So you'll be able to see that here on this Rumble channel or on ElijahStreams.com or on RobinDBullock.com. And um, so that and they will be streaming it as well. So. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, a quick thank you to Carol. I don't know if you for this tie. This is an all countries tie. Uh, beautiful tie. And this was sent to me by Carol. I don't know how to say the name. Crywallach or Crywallach. K-R-Y-W-A-L-A-K. I've not heard that name, so I don't know how to pronounce it. But anyway, thank you, Carol. I appreciate that. Very kind of you to do that. Uh, send us a nice little note along with that. Very, very much appreciated. So. Uh, let's see. I think uh, that's all. Now we have something very important before we bring on Andrew Whalen. We have a, an urgent crisis intervention through intercession uh, call to prayer. This is very important. So let's bring on Yvonne Atia and I'll explain that. So, hey, Yvonne, good to see you. Thank now, you. you and I have been in touch since last night. God yes. gave you some urgent call to pray. And I said, do you want to come on and share this? And you said, absolutely. So it's not just that you decide, well, maybe this would be good to share, that God wanted you to share this publicly. Yes. Is that right? Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so go ahead and, and, and explain to people what God showed you and what, where we need to come in with our prayers. Amen. Thank you, Steve, for your obedience yeah. and for bringing me on. So I just want to um, tell everyone, I was in prayer um, for the last few days, especially knowing that Halloween's coming on October 31st. So here I am praying and thinking that I'm praying for Halloween. And so as I began to pray, it was almost like there was a spirit of revelation just telling me, did you know that even during Halloween, there's a lot of worship to the, the God Samhain, which is the God of death. And I was like, yes, Lord, I know that that's what a lot of Halloween is all about. But then it got connected to what's happening in Israel and in Hamas as well, that these are also worshipped to the God of death, a bloodthirsty God that is after innocent lives. And so the two got connected and it was almost like this portal opened up where God took me to high places. And I began to see specifically the USA, where I saw a lot of high places, a lot of um, places where there are altars and there's a lot of sacrifices sacrifices being offered a lot of mm. children um, i'm gonna say this this is really serious because unless we pray there is a lot of children that will be trafficked that will be sacrificed this is not to scare you but this is to bring awareness so that as a body of christ we can pray wow. So here I am, Steve, praying for the children, praying for protection, praying. And I get to see that around those altars, there were people and they were standing in circles. And there was about 10 of them, 10 people, and they were holding hands. And in the middle, there were candles and there were so many demonic rituals. And here I am again, just thinking this is all about Halloween. And I was like, Lord, in the realm of the spirit, take me 
to all of those places because God, you can do this and anyone who intercedes is able to do this. And let me stretch out my hand and cancel every demonic assignment that is set during this time. And Steve, as I began to do that, all of a sudden, I began to hear bombings. And it was clear. It was so clear. It was bombings. And I began to see something really unusual. It was tunnels. I began to see tunnels, underground tunnels. And in particular, I began to see train stations. And I was like, what is happening, Lord, in this time? And the Lord said this. We need to be on very high alert. So many believers in the USA are standing for Israel. As a result, we are becoming a target for terrorists that are planning attacks right after Halloween and even, and I was saying, Lord, after Halloween, are you saying like the weekend after Halloween? Is that a month after Halloween? And the Lord said, do not put your God down. Be on very high alert. And all of a sudden, Steve, I began to see different states. But one of the states that was highlighted was New York. And I was like, I saw thousands of people in that train station. I've never been to that train station myself. This is like Grand Central in New York, Grand Central Patrol Station. Okay. Yes, uh, yes. And people were coming in and out. I saw so many trains. I heard the trains. And in one of those trains, there was a suicide bomber. And this is an attack. It is a, a planned attack. And the Lord began to tell me, Steve, that if my people would pray, I will stretch out my hands. These attacks will be canceled. And not just that. He reminded me, Steve, of Second Kings, where the king of Aram went out to plot an attack against Israel. And he told his followers, there's a traitor, because somehow every time I plan an attack, this guy gets to find out mm. and we are exposed. And they said to him, no, you don't understand. There's a prophet in Israel. And when I heard that something leaped on the inside of me, Steve, because the Lord said to me, the prophets that are coming on Elijah's streams, they are speaking. God will be revealing, exposing those demonic attacks to the prophets for the purpose, not to scare anybody, but for the purpose of prayer. Because every time the king of Aram tried to do something, then Israel would know about it. We are going to be those voices. And let me tell you, because the USA is standing strong for Israel, there are demonic, demonic attacks against us. These terrorists are on our turf here. They are living here. They're not far. They are in constant contact with Hamas, with Hezbollah. Mm. And especially during Halloween, you have a very high, I'm not saying that the two are connected, but I'm saying that there is a very high level of witchcraft that is happening right now. And as God's people, we need to stand in agreement, as the word says, that if two agree on something here on earth, it shall be granted to them. Why is no. God telling us this right now? Because we are to become aware and we are to stand and we are to pray against every incantation, 
every spell, every demonic ritual that's going to be performed uh, against tra child trafficking, against every uh, child that's going to be kidnapped or raped or disappeared, against even home theft, property mm. theft increases so much during this next coming week. So there's so much demonic activity and those demons are not asleep, Steve. They are ready. In actual fact, witches, the night before Halloween, they rest for a whole day because on the night of October 31st, they are up all night performing those rituals. So we need to be on guard, be on high alert and pray. Now I need to have, I'm going to have you pray and lead us. And then I, I, I want to tell people also that... Um, I, while while you're talking, I'm seeing people say so a lot of you have staffs that you use. And the Lord say, get your staff if you're seeing this live or if you're seeing it on the replay. And you say, not in my state, not in my city, yes. not in my town, not on my watch. And so some of you get your staff. Some of you have shofars and you blow, the, blow them and do the same thing or both. Uh, did you say there was also a, a call to pray for President Trump as well? Is, Absolutely. Is Absolutely. And so part of those rituals, was against President Trump and it was against the church. These are two areas. So we need to be praying in this coming season, protection over him, strength over him, for him to fulfill his God-given assignment and what God called him to in this next season and yeah. also to pray against the church. So it's it's a time to pray. And when we say pray, I'm not just saying, you know, Steve, sometimes people can tell me, I'll pray. And then they send you, uh, you know, a handy emoji. I'm not saying about this. I'm saying getting on our knees, praying. As the Bible says, we carry authority to cancel every demonic assignment. And we know that the name of Jesus is far above any name that is invoked in this season right now. So it's a call to pray for President Trump. It is a call to pray protection over major, major, major public places where there are a lot of people. And, and Steve, that any plan to do any terrorist attack shall be exposed. And those terrorists shall be arrested before they hurt one innocent single soul. So good. So good. All right. Well, go ahead and, and uh, pray, Yvonne. Let's really hit this. Amen. Amen. Go. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for the power of agreement. Father, we come right now as one body in the realm of the spirit and we elevate the name of Jesus and we thank you for what you are about to do. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, we cancel, we bind, and we renounce every demonic attack against the USA, every demonic attack in the name of Jesus that is being planned right now. It shall be exposed in the name of Jesus. It shall be destroyed in the name of Jesus and uprooted. Father, I thank you. We yes, renounce and rebuke every demonic that is coming to kill and steal and destroy. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, as you commanded me, we release angels right now. We release angels over every high place right now, over every altar where rituals and witchcraft are done. Lord, we release angels over every state. I thank you for the glory of God will cover the earth and the USA. Revival will come, Mm. Father, in the name of Jesus right now. We lift up President Trump. And we pray for him right now. We speak protection over his health and his assignment and the words spoken over him to be fulfilled. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for there is a prophet in the land. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would reveal God to your prophets every demonic assignment and every demonic plan that is being done under the table. This is what I hear, under the table. Mm. Father, that it shall be exposed, that it will come to life. And Lord, I pray right now, and I come against every demonic plan to rape children, to traffic children during this coming few days. Father, send your angels for the children and i thank you right now that we are covered by the blood of jesus Mm -hmm. we plead the blood of jesus over our health our families our marriages our children our churches and even over the government father in the name of jesus i thank you right now lord as you commanded that every demonic attack in those public places is cancelled we agree that it's cancelled, it is broken, it shall not happen in the name of Jesus. And Lord, finally, I speak peace. Yes, Peace over the land. Peace over the USA. I thank you as you are mobilizing angels right now, Lord. And I thank you for you are binding every demonic spirit of revenge for those who are standing for Israel. I thank you for victory is ours in the name of Jesus as we walk in the procession of Christ's victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Everyone, thank you so much. So everyone, whether you're watching this live now or later, be sure and get your staffs out and do this and pray along with it. And thank you so much, Yvonne. I appreciate it very, very much. So we'll see you later. And it's time to bring on Andrew. So here we go with Andrew. Andrew, there you are. Andrew, I'm going to turn this over to you. I have to step away for about three minutes. So uh, I see you're going to start. We've got some dreams to share. So if you want to start with number one there, and I'll be right back, okay? Yeah, sounds good. I'll give you a okay. testimony, guys. Uh, this was a uh, a testimony from, I'm just going to pull it up on my phone here. Um, so for those of you that were able to watch the last month's uh, Elijah streams where I shared about the the roar and frequency and all of that, um, I have a testimony that falls in line with what I shared last time. And this is from uh, a time we were in September in Wisconsin. It was Superior, Wisconsin. And we did something called Hope Night. And I've been traveling Wisconsin with my good friend, Landon Huey. Landon Huey is a pastor in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And he's been going around the state of Wisconsin 
once a month to a different city and region doing something called Hope Nights. And these are just regional blasts of hope. And we are uh, we're gathering and unifying as the body. We're partnering with local churches and, and leaders in those places. And so we did one in September in Superior. And Superior, I this is my first time there, but when you go to um, Superior, Wisconsin, uh, it's called the Twin Ports because just on the other side, uh, you just cross the bridge and there is Duluth, Minnesota. And so uh, really what it is, it's these twin ports right there on uh, Lake Superior. And we did a hope night there in September. And part of these hope nights, um, my friend Landon, he's the uh, he, he's just kind of facilitating these. And these are like real apostolic type events where we have a, like um, a mix of different voices and people. And so. Um, you know, one person comes in and preaches the gospel and there's an evangelistic invitation, you know, to receive Christ. And then there is um, um, uh, a time of praying for healing and deliverance. And a lot of times what my part is in these hope nights is to bring a real prophetic word over the region. And then we really just, we intercede, we roar over the region. And that's exactly what we did in this hope night superior. And the Lord told me that uh, I heard him say before I got there, he said, I asked him, I said, Lord, what's my assignment here at Hope Night Superior? And he said, the assignment over the people gathered in this place. By the way, there was about a thousand people gathered in this school auditorium. And so uh, uh, the Lord said, uh, for the people gathered, your assignment is to fill the gap. And I said, Lord, what does that mean? Fill the gap. He said, the twin ports are a gap. They are a gate. It is a gate. And so I, um, I felt like the Lord said, okay, what we need to do in this gate is take possession of it. And the Lord said, I want you to release the sound of the blood. And I spoke last message on Elijah's streams that the blood of Christ carries a frequency. The scripture says that his blood speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. And so, um, you know, I, uh, I said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to, by faith, fill this gap, this gate with the sound, with the roar of the blood of Jesus. And I said, I really feel like this gate is a place where altars have been constructed. There's trafficking, there's drugs. There's all sorts of things taking place, and the church needs to take possession of this gate. The ecclesia needs to take possession of this gate. And I said, I believe part of how we begin to do that is release the roar that breaks the power of witchcraft. And so I did that. We, we released a roar over Duluth, over that gate, over the twin ports. And we, in that roar, we said, Lord, let the blood of Jesus cry out. Let it speak on behalf of those being trafficked, over those addicted to drugs, over the young generation being, you know, uh, assaulted and attacked and, you know, all of this stuff. And so we did this roar. Okay. So I wanted to give you the, the context. Well, I hear back from the lady who runs a ministry in Duluth, which, by the way, I'll be back in Duluth, Minnesota this uh, Thursday through Saturday, the 26th through the 28th at a, uh, a ministry called the Duluth House of Refuge. 
And so the woman and uh, the man that lead this ministry, they reached out to me and said, Andrew, did you hear the testimony of what took place right after we did this roar? I said, no, I didn't. So Hmm. next to me, I'm going to read what happened. Awesome. She said, on the Monday, immediately after the Hope Night, a young man that we know um, served an eviction notice to a company that was renting a building. And by the way, this is in Duluth, um, Minnesota. said that was renting a building from his boss uh, because they were overdue on the rent. So an eviction, eviction notice was sent to this company. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And so he went to the this man that was actually at the Hope Night. He went to the building to serve the notice. And he told the man that he was going to look through the building because they had planned to do repairs. And so um, as a note, this man who went there said he had felt like a discernment that there was an uneasiness about this building. And so even before going there, he did research on it and he found that uh, this building hosted a cult and they were raves within this building. So when he went into the building, he saw pentagrams and satanic symbols painted on the floor and drug paraphernalia amidst the building. And he moved through the rooms and saw one that seemed more secluded and was boarded off. He went in and found a bed. This is this is a little uh, intense, but he went in and found in this boarded off room a bed that was made with little girl sheets and three cameras set up around it. This man fell to his knees and wept, knowing exactly what this was. And he actually saw things that he could not share. And he immediately called 911. As he was leaving, he ran into a man who told him that they uh, that they would host these parties and use the drugs manufactured at this building to drug the women and the girls and take them into that room. Um, and so he was able to uh, share this with law enforcement. And so this thing has now been, um, there, arrests have been made, there's investigation happening, and it's, uh, it, we're being told that this may be the, the largest trafficking bust in the, in the state. Oh, man. So man. This, but I share that, you know, it's a horrific thing that that happened, but at the same time, the fact that it happened, the exposure and uh, the demolishing of this thing took place immediately after the sound of the roar of God's people together over a wow. And so I feel like there's no, you know, God, he throws these things at us to say, come on, keep doing this. Gather as my ecclesia, release the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah and watch thrones and dominions being removed and pulled down and altars destroyed. And so that to me is an exciting testimony and so I agree with what Yvonne shared. I really believe this is a time to rise up in war and we need to roar mm. in this war and, and let the victory of the blood of the lamb, uh, his, the frequency of his blood be re- resound over our cities, regions, states, 
and this nation. So, so good. Wow. What, what a testimony. Wow. Huge. Amazing. Yes. Very exciting. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to open with that. Um, and then I, I wanted to move into this next part. And I don't know, Steve, if you wanted to ask me anything before I, I jump in. Yeah, no, go for it. Unless there's anything you want to set up as far as that. Um, you, you didn't actually start with the October 11 dream yet. Is that right? No, I haven't done like, that yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I stepped away from it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Yes. So October 11th, 2022. And um, here we are back in October. I had this dream. So this was in 2022. In my dream, I saw that uh, the enemy, and I knew it was the deep state, was looking for any insight and credible intel of what Trump and the patriots or the good guys were about to do. By the way, let me just say this offhand and say, you know, I think what Yvonne shared is really significant. Um, I think exactly we we need to heed the warning. We need to hear the prophetic warning in this. Yeah. Um, and part of what I'm going to be talking about today is that the writing is on the wall. And I'll get to that. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the deep state, the demonic realm is in chaos right now. There is such panic. I, I, I've just I've seen it in dreams. I've seen it in the spirit. And so when the enemy is when he's in panic, there is. Uh, you know, he only expresses what he is. And the scripture says he's been a murderer from the beginning. And so we need to recognize that when the enemy is in chaos, when his kingdom is in chaos, they do what they, what comes natural and it's murder, it's death. And I feel like we need to be those who right now shut mm. it down in the spirit. And yeah. so the good news is the enemy and his kingdom, they're in panic, they're in fear. The heat is turned up on them. Uh, but what we do need to be aware is that at, as a response, there's going to be a lot of kicking and fighting and there's a, a violent reaction of this. So anyway, wow. yeah, moving, wow. moving on to the dream. So October 20, or 11th, 2022, the deep state was looking for any credible intel of what Trump or the good guys or the patriots were about to do. I was aware in the dream that the deep state knew they had a knowing their game was up and the time was very short for them. Um, but in the dream, a deep state asset was sent to interview me. So I knew by revelation, I understood that the person coming to me was a deep state asset, someone that worked uh, in alignment with the deep state. They were sent to interview me to find out what I knew. As they interviewed me, someone called me on my phone who I only knew was another prophetic intercessor prayer warrior. And as this ally, so someone that I knew was an ally to me, who was, who was a patriot, who was a prophetic prayer warrior, they were speaking to me on the phone. I knew that it was dangerous to openly share hmm. the intel that we had because the enemy was listening, watching, and looking. In the dream, something happened, something strange happened as we spoke. So again, I'm talking to this, uh, this ally, this good guy, and suddenly we were speaking in coded words that outwardly created a fog of mis- or disinformation for the enemy. 
But on the phone, the caller and I, we were given spiritual eyes and ears to see and hear the actual meaning behind the coded words. And we knew the code was only discernible to those who were given interpretation by the Holy Spirit. And one of the messages I received on this phone call was that now the writing is on the wall. So that was the dream. Now, and the writing is on the wall, meaning the jig is up, it's over, your, your time is, is coming to an end. Yes. So here's the thing. You know, I'm, I'm not – people may need to know this. I don't I'm, – I'm not really obsessed with looking into the deep state or I'm not really considering them all the time or anything. I just yeah. – and so these dreams, when they come, I, I just pay attention. And I've never really actually thought the phrase, the writing is on the wall for the deep state – and here's the deal. God was saying, uh, let the enemy continue to play their hands. And see, we were talking in code. And God mm. was saying, hey, for you who can discern in the spirit, here's the, here is what's up. The writing is on the wall. It has already been written. It's already been decreed. But the enemy's just going to play his hand. But here's the matter of the fact. The writing is on the wall. And what's that mean? It relates to Daniel chapter 5. 25 through 28. And a little bit of the context is King uh, Belshazzar uh, was, he was um, ruling Babylon at the time. And long story short, a hand appears writing mm. on the wall and it freaks him out. It, you know, freaks everybody out. Nobody can figure out what was written. It's coded. And this is the inscription that was written it was it says mene mene tekel parson and so this is the interpretation this is written in the bible daniel chapter 5 25 uh says this is the interpretation of the message mene means that god has numbered the days of your reign speaking of of belshazzar by the way belshazzar the king of babylon it means baal protects the king so if we mm. want to be prophetic on about what God's saying, even in this hour, the deep state, as we know, are really aligned with the Babylonian uh, mystery religions and Baal. And the Lord is saying, I am removing the protection of your kingdom. Uh, the one who rules, whose name is Baal, protects the king. God's saying, uh, God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. I believe this is what the Lord is saying to the deep state. God has numbered your days, uh, the days of your reign, and he's bringing it to an end. Tekel means that you have been weighed on the scales and found deficient. Um, per, uh, Parson or, or Perez, I don't know how you say it, means that your kingdom has been divided and given over to the Medes and the Persians. Mm. Wow. So, you know, this dream was really interesting. I, I really feel like God was wanting here. He's saying this to the prophetic intercessors. You know, the deep state is looking to they're trying to figure out what is happening. Why? Because they know they, they're aware something is not right. Everything's being exposed. You know, uh, our our generational reign and ruling over the nation of America over the nations of the earth, something is being taken, it's being weighed, and, and God's saying to the prophetic intercessors, listen, 
The writing is already on the wall. This is what I have decreed. It's coming to an end. They have been found deficient and I am dividing up their kingdom and I'm giving it uh, to new rulership. So good. So good. And so the prophet Daniel, it's interesting. I, I found this, the prophet Daniel, he was interpreting the handwriting on the wall as God's judgment on this king and the kingdom. And um, it foretold of an imminent destruction. And so Belshazzar uh, died after Babylon fell to the Persians without any resistance. I think that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, without, they, with, without it, resistance. I love that. Yeah. And so we, what we find is that on October 12th, it's interesting, October, October 12th, 539 is when supposedly this took place. And it was before the Persian king Cyrus uh, entered the city. And, and what they say is 17 days later. <laughs> really? There's your cute. There's <laughs> 17. Your cute. There we go. Yeah. And it was Cyrus. So I think God's, you know, obviously the, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the Mede, um, Darius, the Mede, you know, I, I don't know timing on the Darius and Cyrus, but essentially that whole, uh, the shift came for eventually for Cyrus to take reign and they entered in about 17 days later. So I thought, wow, that's profound. Very much. Wow. 17 days after the 11th. Is that what you're saying? Um, let's see. I think 17 days after the 11th or 12th. I'm trying to see let's here. See. So um, was that the 29th? Is that the 29th? It's a great question. I think it is. I'll let you do the math on that one. <laughs> yeah, if it's the 12th and you add 17, that's 29. Oh, there you go, yeah. There you go. Well, so interesting. very interesting. And I, you know, maybe we'd have to look at, I haven't done a ton of historical research to make sure that uh, just from what I did find, this is what it said. So very interesting Good. stuff. Yeah, very much so. So the next dream I want to bring up is one I had here in October, October 2nd, 2023. And in my dream, I saw a basketball court. Um, the court was crowded with, uh, one second here, sorry. Uh, the court was crowded with players. So even, even though the basketball court is for a game, obviously between two opposing teams, I noticed that everyone on the court was actually on the same team. Hmm. So these players, I knew they were highly trained. They were skilled. They they seemed unstoppable. And I knew that they had dominated the court for a very long time. I also knew that these players were working for an agenda of darkness. Um, and, you know, it's interesting how you know these things in dreams. I It's like I had revelation. I didn't know necessarily exactly who they were, but I understood they were like powerful people working for an agenda of, of like evil and darkness. And in fact, in the dream, I could actually see it was like shadows were covering most of their faces. Mm. And I really felt like God said, this is the shadow government. This is the deep state. This is what you're seeing. So suddenly in the dream, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a man walk onto the court. I immediately discerned that the dominant team on this court 
did not respect this guy or consider him any threat. He looked like large, like um, very like slow, large and slow and very unassuming. When the man stood on the court, they gave him the ball and they laughed and mocked. At this point, I somehow knew that the man's name was Illuminate. Interesting. That's a cool name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people don't know we actually have a, a one of our producers for Elijah Fire is named Illumination. So that's a cool name. Oh, yes, I love yeah. Illumination. She's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. a cool name. I'm thinking in this dream, you know, I'm not done with the dream, but I'm thinking, you know, interesting. It's like God's going to illuminate the Illuminati. I don't know. It's like. Yeah, no, that's probably totally it. You know, and it's interesting. They're all in the court together, which means it's just like a whole conspiracy of, you know, even the courts are part of their plan. The, the wicked courts, the compromised courts and all that. Absolutely. Yep. The courts, the the judges, the rulers, all of that. And um, I watched this man named Illuminate take off down the court, which was crowded and covered by the by all of the players. I was amazed in the dream at what looked like supernatural skill by Illuminate hmm. to outmaneuver every defender, causing them to fall, trip, slip, etc. It was chaos. Illuminate was, I mean, dominating them. It was like, boom, he would go here and every defender, it, they couldn't stop him. Illuminate began to dominate the whole court. As I watched, I saw that Illuminate made it his goal to circle. It, literally, it was his goal. He circled every single player and defender on the court. Really? And the crowd began to cheer as everyone saw that Illuminate had broken through what everyone believed was an impossible opponent. So the dream ended there. And when I woke up, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, I'm going to illuminate the shadow government and players and remove their domination over the laws and governance of nations. Yes, Lord. So good. And so, um, you know, I believe, I, I feel like God is saying that, you know, whether illuminate is just a, a prophetic picture of what God's going to continue to do, like shine light, or maybe illuminate is literally an angel. I don't know. But either way, the Lord is going to continue, I believe, to release light. He's going to circle every player. He's going to shine light. There is no more shadow that is safe. No more darkness as a refuge. No more refuge of lies. It's being swept away. The courts, the rulers, those on the on the field, those on the court are going to be exposed who they are, and they aren't going to be able to stop what God's doing. And so the other thing is, I believe we're going to be shocked to see how much the deck was stacked against we the people by so many shadow players. And the thing about the shadows is that they have provided enough of a veil and cover for these operators to function with dominance. But if there's no more shadows available, they can no longer operate. And I believe God is about to illuminate the shadows and the cockroaches will be exterminated from their places of dark refuge. 
Love that. Love that. Oh, and, oh, good to you. <laughs> I love it. The cockroaches. Oh man, will be exterminated. That yeah, that's 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 an apt metaphor or whatever we call that. <laughs> that they're no better than a cockroach before before God and before us, you know, before those who are righteous. Exactly. And you know, when the light comes, it's chaos for the cockroaches. It's yeah, like they every, run, don't they? Oh my goodness. That and I, I believe the Lord wants us to be encouraged, even in the midst of what's happening right now. Uh, across the earth, you know, all the chaos, so so much of it, I believe, is related to God beginning to release his light into all the shadows. Help Elijah's Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah's Streams and the Elijah's Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Things are coming to light to the surface like never before. And again, we, we got to be uh, watchful and prayerful about this, uh, but the the good news in all of this is that darkness is now being uncovered and exposed like never before. So um, the thing about this dream is that the court had players on it dressed from several different teams. So I think this is interesting. Yet I knew that ultimately they operated in loyalty to one shadow team or or agenda, and so. I really feel like God's going to he's going to unveil where, you know, we're, you know, we're kind of like confused at times. We're looking at people in the government. We're looking at people in different places. And we're like, wait, we thought you were a good guy. We thought we thought this about you. We thought this about you. And and it's, you know, being exposed that, no, they actually were a part of one larger shadow Mm. governance. They were working for an agenda that had nothing to do with where they were what they were actually representing. And so I think God's going to continue to reveal that more and more. Did you have any kind of sense of, what's the word, the number or volume of the enemy of the deep state compared to the masses of God's people or whatever? Or was it, were they small, but just pretending to be large? Or was it a mighty evil army? What did, what did you sense as far as this evil? Great question, Steve. Let me answer it this way, and I'll say in the dream, I had the sense that there's not, it's not like they're just everywhere. I mean, there's a large number of deep state oper- operators, assets, yeah. all of that. But in comparison yeah. to we the people, to those who are serving the Lord, who want righteousness, truth, and justice to prevail, they're a small number. But the fact is, they had power and control because they were operating from the shadows. What they were doing wasn't seen or visible, so you really couldn't get your hand on it. But that's where I think God's saying all of that is now changing. I am I'm removing their hiding places. It's yeah. it's going to be impossible for them to operate because the because where they gained their power from and their ability to operate was in the places of shadows. Well, and you know that's interesting because one of my concerns is that. Uh, when they get exposed, because we're aware that there's tunnels throughout the earth that they could be hiding in. And then my concern is, well, what if they just all scatter like cockroaches into some tunnels that we know nothing about and and this bide their time for a year or two. And then when no one's looking, they all come out and begin to infiltrate and go right back to work. But I mean, you're saying you're getting a different picture than that. You're saying God's removing their hiding places. This is like a an absolute physical reality. They're going to run out of hiding places. 
Yeah, I, I take great courage from this or encouragement from this dream because yeah. I actually believe that, um, again, you know, how do you take dreams sometimes? Well, you know, I'm just weighing it before the Lord. I think illuminate, it, it might represent an assignment out of heaven. This is what God's doing right now. He's illuminating yeah. everything. Uh, but I also believe that there might quite possibly be an entity, an angelic uh, warrior or uh, supernatural power loosed from the Lord that illuminates everyone that's on the court. Every player yeah. that has joined against God and his people. It's Psalm 2. Be warned, you rulers. Be warned, you kings. Be warned, you judges. Um, I believe that this is part of that. that there is going to be nowhere. Uh, he's the Lord of heaven. He's the Lord of earth. He's the Lord of those under the earth. There is well, you know, no even there. if it's a being, right? Even if it's a specific angel or a being, the source of its light is the Lord himself who is in him. There is no darkness at all. Uh, in him was the light and the light was the light of men. Uh, at, at the very least, that source of that light is Jesus. And and but if it's a different entity like an angel or a principality from heaven, a good principality, a good power, however they however heaven does that, um, it all comes from the Lord Himself, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah. it's an encouraging to me. It's a very encouraging dream. Yeah, it is. I think that uh, we just continue to pray it. Uh, you know, we declare over America's laws, over the the justice system, the courts. You know. Uh, state governments, local governments, that God is sending his truth and his light to illuminate every shadow, every place of corruption, every control factor coming out of shadow, uh, dark control places. We just, we just continue to pray this. Um, and, you know, here's something I, I, I say this, that, hey, let's decree that the operators in the shadows have lost their dominion. And we decree. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to say this right now. We decree. Yeah. That God is sending forth the angels of illumination to yeah. uncover every player that's been set against America and we, the people. And we decree that the shadow league is being illuminated by the truth and the yes, light Lord. of the Lord. Yes, Lord. And we decree over America's laws, courts, and governance that he is sending his truth and light to illuminate every place of darkness in Jesus. Yes, name. Lord, that'd be, that'd be good job. So um, next dream, May 9th, 2023. Okay. And I had this dream in which I was playing with green plastic army guys. By the way, the Lord knows how to speak my love language. I grew up, I was obsessed with the green plastic. Oh yeah. Guys. I play with those myself. You yeah. know, I don't know if I was obsessed with it, but it was fun to set them up and, you know, the army men, we play, you want to play army, but you put, set them all up. Oh man. I tell people, I laugh because, you know, I, I've got, I was like, you know, be going into junior high and all the, all the boys were starting to get interested in girls, but I was like, I was like more interested in setting up large battle fields of these green really? plastic army guys. I'm, I'm like playing them. I'm playing them uh, long after I should be playing with toys, but that's me, you know, and the Lord was using it. I feel like as a prophetic uh, picture of you're called to, to help uh, the armies of the Lord to advance. And so, well, yeah, I mean, you know, where there's, there's, 
what's cool at a certain age and you weren't lining up with that you had a visionary uh approach to you know you were literally playing army because you were called to be the army of the lord i mean it was like it's clear to me that 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 was something within you yeah and uh you didn't really want to follow the what was cool yeah what was what was calling to you that's pretty cool i think that's very cool it is cool yeah so you know he used that in his dream i'm playing with these plastic army guys and um and it, it's interesting too i i made this note i said as a note um my favorite activity as a boy was to play with these army men and as a boy i used to divide up the good guys versus the bad guys and i um i did them by the colors of the the army guys so the good guys were the dark green and the bad guys uh at least in my armies the good guys were the dark green and the bad guys were the gray tan and light green yeah i remember the i remember the tan i i didn't realize so there were like three or four different shades then huh yeah the, i i had some different shades with them and so I, the only the dark green were the good guys and everybody else was the bad guys. yeah <laughs> oh yeah a lot of bad guys yeah wow. that's right <laughs> and i was my, more outside with the uh, uh tommy guns uh my brother and i play army it, it was kind of had to be mostly that you know my favorite ones where you'd pull back on the you know and then it would shoot like a machine i love that thing yeah. oh man we yes i <laughs> now yeah i don't even know if you can buy those anymore now with not politically no i correct. feel so bad I'm, i tell my kids all the time like my childhood like I had a cachet of, I mean, I had weapons coming out the closet, you know, and I, I'll tell them all these guns and I go to the store now and I'm like, sorry, boys, this thing looks like, this thing's so fake looking, you know, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, wow. Those were fun days. Yeah, they were. Um, so, okay. So in this dream, uh, I found myself creating a huge battle plan on a massive model battlefield. Okay. And this as i would normally do as a young boy i set up the good green guys versus the bad tan gray and light green guys however in this dream i suddenly grabbed huge handfuls of the tan gray and light green guys who were the enemy and in the dream the spirit of prophecy came upon me whoa and i declared with passion i'm going to turn these enemy soldiers to the good side wow next i roared prophetically in the dream and i said the ones the enemy used to have will now be used to destroy his army and i woke up immediately and i knew by revelation that this dream was a prophetic picture of what god is preparing to do on the spiritual battlefields and the war for our nation okay wow so, yeah it was it was a profound dream and and here's my initial thoughts on it i said um you know i believe god is going to display his redemptive power to reach into everything that the enemy has used for harm and he's going to turn it for our good and for the saving of many souls i believe that many who have who have been relegated as like lost and even workers of evil on the side of the enemy are going to be apprehended by god like apostle paul who was once a great enemy of christ's followers after the lord had confronted him he became one of the greatest champions for christ in history and i believe 
um, I believe that this is going to manifest on multiple fronts. First of all, I believe prodigals are going to return to the faith. Yes, Lord. Those who have determined to live in rebellion and even servants to antichrist, to an antichrist spirit, they will be swept up into a sovereign and strategic move by heaven. Heaven's might and angelic forces will be striking the hardest and darkest to retrieve lost sons and daughters. And in the battle for the nations, I believe we are going to see this play out as many turn to the light and leave their evil puppet masters to become bold truth tellers and assets of righteous causes. And so lastly, I just felt the Lord was saying, let's pray and decree that this is so. Um, and so, you know, God, and by the way, and we can know that this is what God loves to do as evidenced by Christ. Um, according to Romans chapter five, it says, uh, verse eight, God, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, while we were enemies, Christ died for us. And then it says, much more than having been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. You know, that's what's, what strikes me on this. I'm thinking of my own life and the people I know who are, have made themselves enemies of God. I mean, intentional in some cases, accidental in others. They didn't just, they were, got caught up by some political or religious spirit and they became enemies of God. Others are intentional images, enemies of God. But we, we're at a point in this war, this World War III that we're literally in the middle of. And it's, it's occurred to me from time to time, man, maybe everyone that hasn't come back to the Lord by now is almost entrenched and is never coming back. Your dream is not indicating that. Your dream is indicating that the largest part of the army hasn't switched sides yet or is about to switch sides. Is that, am I saying that about right? I believe so, Steve. Because you said I mean, there was a lot more bad soldiers than there were good ones. Yeah. And, and God used that in your dream. Yeah, I, I believe, I think some of the greatest champions for Christ have, have not even come forth yet. I think that's the thing in this dream. I mean, it was like I took my hand and I just, I mean, I forcefully took it right into the enemy armies and I picked up handfuls of them and began to prophesy and say, really? they're, they're switching from the bad to the good. And I felt like that was a picture of what God is going to do. I'm going to stretch yeah. forth my hand. Is his arm too short to save? Right. You know, God is going to bring forth the, his hand, his arm. He's going to bring sweeping salvation and he's going to turn He's going to turn evil, evil people. I mean, the devil is going to get such a black eye. He's going to lose so many of his trophies in the days ahead. Some of the greatest champions for evil are going to become the greatest champions for righteousness, truth, and justice. Yeah. And so I, I'm excited. Well, one of, the, one of the proofs to me in that um, dream experience encounter is that you— it wasn't the Lord doing it. You were doing it. You were picking it up and decreeing and prophesying to these. But mankind is not more merciful than God. It's the other way around. God is more merciful than mankind. If he gives you a dream where you're doing that, he's not 
making you more merciful than it's in his heart to be. He's telling you what his heart is. Right. And you are you are operating in his heart and prophesying it. So that to me shows me exactly where God's mind is on that issue. That the majority, perhaps, of the army of God is about to switch sides. I mean, they're certainly not all going to come yep. because some will never come. Right. They're they're entrenched in the evil, but that's very encouraging. How many? Because I mean, I know a lot of people who are serving the dark side right now. Yeah. So that gives me hope, man. You know, Steve. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just say that one part. Would you then? Would you be of? I mean, would you be encouraging people to then prophesy those things? Prophesy that about the army of God that you know is on the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, call them forth. You yeah. know, there's a scripture, and I can't remember now. I should have wrote it down, but it said, you know, prophesy to the north, give them up. Prophesy, prophesy to the south, give them up. Prophesy to the east, give them up. Prophesy to the west, give them up. And we, you know, I just feel like we need to begin to roar this over the north, the south, the east, and the west. Prophesy. The enemy is now giving them up. They are returning. They're coming back. They're maybe they never knew the Lord, but God is laying hold of them, and He's going to capture them for His glory, for His purposes. And so. I'm excited. You know, and that, that's the other thing, too. I think one of the greatest demonstrations, the great one of the greatest manifestations of the power of the, the cross of Jesus Christ was seeing enemies that were hostile to Christ be, you know, be converted and turned now to serve him. It's it's beautiful. And I think we're going to see a, a display of that on a massive level. So it's okay. exciting. So good. Wow. All right. Now, October 5, you had a dream. This one's interesting because it has the Elijah list, which when we say Elijah list, we mean Elijah's dreams, all of that, right? When, yes. Because we have a couple of different entities. You're referring, when you say that, you're referring to everything people are watching or reading, right? In this Yeah, a- absolutely. And and probably more so Elijah's dreams since, since this might refer a little bit more to that. But yeah, what we're watching now is really what we're... Yeah. I'm not saying more of the power, but a great a, a greater emphasis. And even by multiple prophetic words, God has told us the the greater emphasis now is Elijah's dreams. But you know, He knows yes. what He did with Elijah list too. So, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay, go for that. October five. Yep, October fifth this year, twenty twenty three. Uh, in my dream, I was at an Elijah list conference, and I was one of several speaking at this event. When I got up to speak. I began to talk about the elites and for lack of a better phrase, that's what I referred to them as was the elites. And in my mind, I'm thinking these are the deep state uh, power controllers. These are the ones that that call themselves the elite of the earth, right? Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and when I think of the elites, I think of those who are, are actually, operating according to a real luciferian uh agenda they they're not in you know they're not just elite because they're wealthy or because they're you know uh leaders of industries they're they're elites because they're actually operating according to a luciferian agenda a world uh control sort of agenda good good so in the dream Um, When I was asked to get up and speak, I began to talk about the elites. 
I looked at Steve Schultz. I looked at you in, um, and then to the crowd. And I said, I said this, I said, you Elijah list warriors terrify the enemy. Wow. Wow. And, and then I said, how does it feel to be one of the elite's greatest threats? And then I said, and be sure they know who you are and they watch. Um, and there, wow. there's, there's the reference to the Elijah streams right there. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. Then I began to talk about the elites and I said, and you know, I've never had, I don't think I've ever had this thought necessarily, but I said this, I said, if many of them, the elites, if they understood who Jesus truly is, they would never stay aligned with the devil. And then I say, but the God of this age has veiled their minds from believing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then this is an interesting part of the dream. I then spoke up in that same dream and I said, Mr. Miyagi told me one time that several of the elites have a good heart for people and there is hope for some of them. And at this statement in the dream, so I said that in the dream, at this statement, the crowd cheered because they could actually begin to see the possibility of several of these world elites coming to faith in Jesus Christ. So good. And um, yeah, yeah. Um, the Mr. Miyagi is kind of like, see, I, I think of him, and but you have to tell me if this is not this. I think of him as like a spirit of wisdom and revelation. He's telling you things that you wouldn't otherwise know that are wisdom. And but how how would you describe Mr. Miyagi? Well, Stephen, I'll refer back to um, a couple of the episodes I did with Johnny Inlow okay. when I referred to the uh, the man who I call Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. So that's the man in real life. So I hadn't thought of Mr. Miyagi in a while, but in this dream, he pops up and I say. Oh, Mr. Miyagi told me one time that several of the elites have a good heart. So in real life, by the way, if you're list, if those listening and watching right now don't have a grid for Mr. Miyagi and the storyline behind that, I would encourage you to go find some of the previous shows I did with uh, Johnny Inlow on Elijah Streams, where I go into detail about this man who was a real well, man. Right. If, if they pull up the first one they find of Mr. of you and, and Johnny and me, I think the three of us were together. Find that one. You that one you spend more time defining why Mr. Miyagi is Mr. You know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's this man, and by the way, this man, for those who don't know, he was the reason it's significant is because he was a uh he worked Secret Service, he worked CIA. Um, and he was a true prophet as well. He was a real man that you just used that term for. Okay. The reason I said, it, you know, I told everybody he looked like Mr. Miyagi because he did. He just looked like him, even though he wasn't Asian. And Mr. Miyagi is the guy from Karate Kid. Okay. Is but he still around? Around or has he passed to glory? He passed away, I believe, in 2015. Um, but oh, by the way, they're telling me that's episode 53 with 
I'm Johnny Yellow Unfiltered, episode 53 was that one. So if you look for that, just keep going back to Johnny Yellow Unfiltered to get to episode 53. Okay. Yeah. And and Mr. Miyagi, um, I'm not using his real name just because I, yeah. I want to keep it uh, hidden. But long story short, Mr. Miyagi had told me that he actually met uh, the, I don't remember to this day if he said the 11 or the 13, but it was either 11 or 13 people that run the world. And he said, yes, I've been in, in meetings with them. I know them. And he's, and that is when, in real life, he told me this. He goes, actually, several of them have a good heart. He told Now, he told me in real life, he told me that they have, many of them do have a good heart. Some of them, he said, are, are completely evil. He told me that, uh, that some of them, had a good heart but that they had just a whole different like their ethics on things were just so otherly like they didn't think the way that most of us think and he didn't go into a lot of detail on that mm. but but i knew i was very shocked that he said the elites those that he knew had run the world some of them had a good heart several of them and um and he did tell me that there was hope for some of them when he said that if there's thir these are th 12 or i think i've heard the number 13 families or is it 13 heads of families uh, do you know yeah, there's th there's 13 bloodlines uh supposedly yeah. of the illuminati um and so there's probably different heads of these that are represented in in this is it um, like they sit around a table like a conference table and make decisions is it like that um you know, Mr. Miyagi never got into too much detail okay. um, about what it was like, but he said he had been in several places with them. <laughs> it's very interesting. Very, very much so. When I'm looking at our time, I want to. Did you get finished with that? If you didn't, then I think we have time for one more. Well, the, the encouraging thing for us is to say, you know, obviously, the the elites or those that are in alignment with with satanic luciferian uh demonic agendas for for our nation for the nations of the earth they're they're a, a part of the depopulation agenda all of that all of that's truly wicked and evil yeah but i feel like god is saying even right now i'm thinking why why is elijah list a true or elijah streams a, a threat first off elijah streams is exposing where they have their control where they've been operating we're telling the truth and we're shining light but secondly, I even felt like God was saying they're watching right now. And I think this is just a a word to the elites to say, if you're hearing this, there is still hope for you. There is still hope for your soul. There is still hope for you to find uh, redemption, salvation and forgiveness through Jesus Christ. And I believe that God is saying your life is not going to be wasted for darkness. You can actually still come into the light and be a be a truth teller, be someone who lives the rest of your life to expose the works of evil and to shine the light for the sake of human life, for the sake of of what is all what is good, true, righteous and just. And so I believe that even right now, God is saying the writing is on the wall for the elites that are ruling and governing according to the babylonian system babylon is is falling and the writing is on the wall and the lord has weighed you and you're found deficient and god is going to expose you and there's going to be swift judgment that's coming 
but he is inviting you to come to him. And you I can still ask you this, serve him. Uh, because some, uh, some are watching and they're saying, Andrew, but you don't know the things I've done. You don't know the people who are dead because of what I did or what I said or what I caused. So how can you possibly say there's hope for me? What would you say? You know, I think the Bible says we ought to fall uh, upon the rock, lest the rock fall and crush us. And I would say, lean into the mercies of the Lord Jesus. That's your only Good. hope that your, you know, his blood truly does speak a better blood than the blood of Abel. I don't care how much human, human blood has been spilt and sacrificed, even at your hands. The Lord says, my blood, Jesus, the blood of Jesus can still speak a better word and forgive you and bring mercy. You may not escape justice in certain measures in this life. Yeah. But I believe God's saying, I still want to show your soul mercy. And in fact, many of you, he's saying, I want to offer you an opportunity uh, to serve the kingdom of God in your yeah. life. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah, because some of those, uh, we don't understand it in our sphere, but you still have an authority uh, that you wouldn't be granted authority unless it came from God. And some of you are in a position of authority, even in this elite structure that are ru literally ruling the world, that you can turn that to good and, and make a difference in the earth. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about, talk about turning this thing on its head. Not only would God forgive you for all of the death that happened at your hands, but he will use you to bring more life uh, in the last part of your existence here on this earth before heaven, before eternity. Yeah. You know, that all the death you caused, um, yeah, there's more, you're going to cause more life and more people to come to the Lord in the latter part of your life uh, before eternity uh, gives its reward. He, he, eternity himself gives you his reward, which is life eternal uh, with him if you, if you just, Receive the Lord, and he'll give you forgiveness. So pretty powerful. Yes, yes. Amen, Steve. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know if you want me to keep going. I, I, it's up to you what you feel. You know, like we God. should probably pray, I think, because of okay. the time left. Um, and whatever God gives you, even along the lines of what we were just now saying, any of that, maybe just yeah. pray. Those people are watching. Yeah, maybe that's how you, that prayer should go. Well, and I think, too, God wants those of you to know, maybe, maybe you're not a part of the world elites, but God's saying, hey, I, you've felt the Lord pulling on you to say, I don't, I've never created you to live separated from me, to live in darkness, to live in uh, fear and death and, and all of this. And the Lord's inviting many of you uh, to turn, to say, you know, cry out, call on the name of the Lord. The scripture says, call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. He'll reach down his hand and he'll take what you can't fix, what you can't mend yourself. He can do it. He can do it by his sovereign power and, and his love for you. And so I just feel that on my heart to just say, God is reaching after many of you that may be watching who are not right now serving the Lord. You're not, in fact, you're probably serving the enemy more than you're serving the Lord. You've been working on behalf of darkness far too long and God's stretching out his hand saying, it is time to come into uh, my presence. It's time to come home and be with me to receive my love and salvation, the gift of my son. 
the gift of Jesus. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let me just pray if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Well, Father, I just thank you. Mm. And I just invite all those here that are on Elijah's streams, yeah. um, that are that are watching or going to continue to watch, uh, to join with me in agreement right now. Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you for what you're doing across the nations of the earth. We know, God, there is a lot of things shaking. There's a lot of things uh, stirring. And that, God, there is some chaos happening in the enemy's camp. And there is some war happening in, in the heavens. And there is some shifting and some, uh, some turning. And there is a shifting of times. And we yes, thank sir. you, Lord, that in this time, the writing is now being written on the wall for for Baal and Baal's uh, servants. We thank you, God, that the uh, Babylonian system and order is now being found uh, wanting. It is being decimated. It is being divided. It is being broken. And God, we thank you, Lord, that you are now coming to take those who have been working for the enemy for so long. Your sovereign hand, your hand is and your arm is not too short to save. We thank you that even now you're Mm. reaching out across the earth and you are plucking out people god in the fires of hell in the grip of hell we thank you even this day even in this month where god witchcraft and the demonic realm are are so glorified we say even in this month let this month be a a month of great salvation a month of great freedom where prodigals suddenly encounter the love of god where those who have been working on behalf of demonic and dark agendas, mm-hmm. places of governance, God, turn back to you in Jesus' name. We pray and decree what the enemy has meant yes, to harm, even concerning Israel, even concerning uh, what's planned for America, where the, what the enemy means for harm. We say now, let it be turned. Let it be turned for the good, for the saving of many souls in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray across this earth right now, according to your word, God, that the elites, there are many elites being found by your goodness and your mercy, and they too shall come back into the knowledge of you. They shall have a saving knowledge of you, Lord Jesus, and they will be turned to work on behalf of righteousness, of truth, of justice. So we pray for uh, Saul to Paul-type conversions across yes. America, across the nations of the earth. We pray We pray right now, Illuminate is being released across mm. the earth, that players in the shadows are being exposed and uncovered. And we say, Lord, now, now, let the writing be written on the wall across the earth. Let the deep state be found wanting. Let them be weighed and measured and destroyed in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 All right, Andrew, so good. Uh, Okay, we have vanquishpw.com. That's your website. Anything else you'd like people to know? Any events coming up or anything like that? Uh, I'll be in Minnesota the 26th through the 28th uh, for a conference at the Duluth House of Refuge. So if you're in the area, you want to swing through, you can do that. Can they find the information on that from... Your uh, website? You know what? I don't have it on my website, but if you if you Google or look on Facebook for something called the Duluth House of Refuge, you might be able to find it on there. Um, and also, I'm looking uh, in the days ahead to develop a a just a 
a way for people uh, to stay uh, in, uh, I guess, in, um, what's the word, <laughs> in alignment with yeah. some of the intel that, I'll, that I get. And so if you want to come to my free Facebook group, it's Vanquish Prophetic Warriors. You can go on there. And eventually I'm going to be uh, rolling out a way for you to uh, have more opportunity to get intel and in order for prayer and intercession. So that's good. And Paul's put it on here. It is called Duluth House of Refuge.com. Duluth House of Refuge.com. Awesome. Um, so there it is. They put it right there on the screen. Duluth House of Refuge.com. And then you can go to that event. So, all right, man. I appreciate it. We love you guys. Give our love to Kelly. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you very much, Andrew. I mean, yeah, Andrew. I, I was thinking I just called you the wrong name all of a sudden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's kind of all over here. Look, I, I do need to make the announcement that tomorrow is very once, so don't miss that. We're going to actually record him shortly here, and then you'll see it in the morning. Awesome. And I have a really important clip to play for you um, for that show tomorrow at the beginning that you don't want to miss. It. Just, uh, a, a hint is some people want to know how in the world Will God, can God, has God gotten a hold of those completely, completely 100% immersed in Islam? And we're going to show you that uh, in video form. It's an amazing testimony. So, all right, God bless you all. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the morning at 11 o'clock Pacific to see Barry Wunsch. See you later. Bye-bye. We want to share with you what your donations are doing. This is Florence's story. Initially, the leader of the village wanted a water source because he saw the need in the community and when he reached out to us she was one of the places that we visited her area and when we checked the place there was no water that you could be able to drill a water source a water well and so she believed that the water well will be in this area but with the surveyors after checking everything like there was no way and she said no that water well is going to be in this place so she took a step of faith and she was listening to a pastor and as the pastor was sharing he mentioned something and said if there is something that the enemy has taken away from you it is a point to claim it back and so she decided to hold the dirt from the ground and claimed the water well in that exact spot after the surveyors had moved around the whole village and the show mercy team they definitely came back to the exact same spot and that is what the lord does she took a step of faith and now the community is being blessed by the water well that is in this area lives are being changed a number of people have given their lives to christ exactly at this spot she is a living like testimony the water source is just exactly in the town center and everyone can come and drink from this very source clean safe and also receive jesus isn't that amazing yeah <laughs> so thank you so much together we can continue to bring clean water to those in need donate today at elijahstreams.com donate this has been elijah streams thanks for listening for more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.